everyone and welcome back to the Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist third time's a charm and also you hear that crunch 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 in the background that is of course the Honorable Tesla not a kitty cat he looks like a kitty cat he's about the size of a kitty cat but he is not a kitty cat we can call him Captain Crunch today are you Captain Crunch he doesn't know he's just staring and of course the very fantastic Miss Frida is right over here, checking on everything, jealous, and the Honorable Tesla is going and loving on his mama. Of course, the very, very astounding Patron is here today. How's it going, Patron? Hi, Admiral. Thanks for having me today. No problem. The fantastic Miss Frida is on my notes. You trying to write some notes? Little, little paw prints of ink? Little fairy prints? That's what you are? She's going to climb up your, your shirt and put little paw prints on it. Like Tinkerbell did. Oh, wow. And of course, we're going to talk about the movie Hook. A very decisive movie. Uh, either people love it or people hate it. Um, I'm somewhere in between. Um, I liked it a lot as a kid. And I feel it harkens more back to a middle-aged man noticing of a coming-of-age story, if that makes sense. Um... And also, I feel like I see too much of me in Robin Williams' character uh, because he gets angry very quickly. <laughs> like, very quickly. <laughs> like, very quickly. Uh, but yes, um, so we are a... Before we get to... I'm going to go ahead and say our spiel thing, and then you're going to go ahead and say exactly why you picked this movie and for reasons of why. The Honorable Tussle is getting on his pillow throne, or Captain Crunch. Um, so guys, we, Cinema Gems is a movie review podcast. We review movies, television shows, TVs, TV sizes, TV colors, different TV lengths, um, and also, uh, you know, cinema adjacent things. Um, but today is not a cinema adjacent thing. It is a 1991 movie. Yes, that is correct. This movie came out 30 years ago. It's the 30th anniversary year of this movie. Hook! Uh, starring uh, the f always funny Robin Williams, and of course, the very the person who dons the hook, but is also get lost. I can see I can see that that is Dustin Hoffman, but my brain can't fathom that that's him. Hook himself. Oh, so uh, Patron, why don't you go ahead and say why we picked this movie and why you're here, uh, if you don't mind going into detail, and if you want. Uh, you can refer to her, her, the real name if you want. It's up to you. It's your choice. Okay, yeah. Well, thank you, Admiral, for having me today. Um, I believe I'm here for two reasons. Maybe three reasons. Uh, one, I haven't been on in a little while. I think last last episode was Cinema Showdown. Yep. Shmo no? No, no Cinema no. Trivia Show. Cinema Trivia Show, copyrighted. <laughs> yep, that's one. Um, that's one. Two, um, it is being close to my birthday. That's so, two. Woohoo! And three. Uh, this is a tribute show um, to my dear friend Catherine, who uh, sadly passed away uh, December seventeenth of twenty twenty. So way to end a shitty year. <laughs> um, but this is one of our absolute favorite movies of all time, which we would our, our saying together was in fact the iconic Bangarang. Uh, so we even would write it on walls, kind of like a, you know, like graffiti-ish, you know, like in bars. Like a crayon? No, 
in bars where you have a permanent marker and you go to the bathroom and you're what, like... What, is this the other bar? Yes. That's exactly where we did it at, actually. <laughs> so, anyway, so we... Uh, this uh, movie is very near and dear to my heart um, in more ways than one. I also grew up watching this and... I also didn't realize that it was uh, two and a half hours long. <laughs> no, two hours and 20 minutes, 19 oh. seconds, I believe the exact. Wow. Well, thank you, Admiral. So, <laughs> and are you like, are you Robin Williams' character, Peter Banning, the lawyer? Like, with, Probably. But, yeah. Okay. Probably. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. Told so, you I see too much of myself in Yeah. Here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and so, but I, the thing I love about this movie is that you can watch it in different points of your life. And it you always see something new, something different. Obviously, watching as a kid, you see the more whimsical part of it. And, you know, I actually watched this movie before I watched Peter Pan. Like, before like the original? Even, yeah, like, before I even knew the story of Peter Pan. So I just thought... This, that was, Hook was the story of Peter Pan. So I, I have problems with Peter Pan for many reasons, mainly because of kind of the racist elements. Sure, which they didn't show in Hook, which they is great. They did make a reference. They referenced it, but yeah. they referenced it more Subtle. like, remember the adventures that they yeah. had with remember Tiger this? Lily. Yeah, and, and I'm just like. And the Indians and stuff, but um, nothing very. Offensive. Very offensive, yeah, I would say. Um. Uh, Maybe a little sexist in parts. Oh, 1,000%. So, like, there uh, were still no girls. There were still no lost girls. You know, yeah. like, that's a thing that could have... Um, but maybe Maggie was, is yeah. the lost girl. Oh, wait, girl. whoa, we got a, we getting a holocron coming in here, and of course... Holocron. Whoa. Yeah, oh, wait, oh, is this Bud Maestro coming in out of nowhere for some one second? All right, Bud Maestro, you go ahead and take it away! Thank you, Patron. Thank you, Admiral, for letting me uh, interrupt your review of this movie real quick uh, to give my own little two cents Uh I love this movie. I absolutely adore Hook. Uh, it's one of my favorite Steven Spielberg films. It's also one of my favorite John Williams scores. Um, it's definitely up there with my favorite Robin Williams performances as well because uh, for the most part in this movie, he plays it very subtle until he's finally able to let loose, until Peter Pan has once again, or Peter Banning has finally uh, rediscovered his inner child, which is... I think an important reminder for all of us is to really, to, to truly enjoy life and all the subtleties and fun in it. Uh, just to remember every once in a while how, to, how what it's like to be a kid. Uh, and I think that makes everyone around you seem so much more relatable. Um, of course, Dustin Hoffman's performance is, Hook is amazing. Uh, and Bob Hoskins is me is legendary. Um, Maggie Smith as Wendy. Holy crap hit it out of the park and of course you have phil collins in there for half a second of course uh dante bosco as rufio rufio reclaiming his honor once and for all he's amazing in this movie um god i i can go on and on if y'all let me about this movie but i'm gonna keep this short and sweet so you can get back to it um i wish we could talk about this movie under better circumstances um of course, once again, uh, I'm sure as Patron and the Admiral have mentioned, uh, we lost a good friend recently, and uh, this is our little tribute to her, uh, Bangarang for life. Thank you, Patron. Thank, for, thank you, Admiral. Love y'all. Uh, Cinemaniacs, as always, be kind to yourselves, be kind to others. Love y'all. All right, thanks, Bud Maestro. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, random holocron just falling around here, guys. Uh, I believe what I heard is uh, he wanted to talk about this movie. I guess since we we didn't kick him out, we just I know this is a very emotional movie for you, so that's why I wanted it to be just you and me. Um, so he just flew out of nowhere. So I do apologize. <laughs> so do you want to go ahead and get the movie started? Because the Fantastic Fruit is licking her bowl. Oh wow! Of food because she doesn't have any more. Please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> Wrong movie. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, for me, the the first thing that caught would catch, like, my eye and my ear when I was a child is the opening. Is the... TriStar? The TriStar Pictures Pegasus logo. It's like when you see, like... Now I can only think of Frida and giant wings. And giant wings. Just doing that. And so... We should reenact that with her. Just, like, all of that epicness in that... In the beginning, it's like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, Hook's about to start. Let's do this. That's Let's only, sit here that's for two. That's the only movie that you think That is of, the only movie I think, think of. think of with TriStar. Yeah, that's the absolute <laughs> only movie I think of. That's the only movie, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only one they ever made. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and look up other TriStar <laughs> movies. So, yeah, like, that's when I knew it was on. My little ass would just sit there and watch the entire two hours and 20 minutes and 19 seconds of that movie, which it still fathoms that I can't believe I would sit down and watch that whole thing. But, I mean, uh, it's... They, did, they, they also did Matilda, Jumanji, oh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Baby That's, Driver. Actually, when we watched Terminator 2 Judgment Day, I noticed that. Yeah. And I was like, are we watching Hook? And uh, we were Luke not. Luke talking. Baby Driver. Uh, oh, Godzilla. Ooh, the Matthew Broderick one. We don't talk about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's definitely my favorite intro ever. Oh, and they also have Sony Bottom. Oh, so that's why we don't see them anymore. Now it's all I mean, they Sony. still they still release certain things. Like, they release Baby Driver. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like if they if Sony doesn't feel confident they'll release it under that umbrella like <laughs> like like you know how um like you know how uh, actually speaking of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh, because Disney wasn't who mentioned that well, I was just about to mention that it popped in my brain <laughs> Wait, it's no one me mentioned, from the future no one it's me mentioned from the future so you know how Disney owns uh, uh, Touchstone Pictures yes they wanted. Who from Roger Rabbit really, really good, and it was really amazing. They were like, okay, cool. Then they saw the first print, and they're like, no. So they put it under Touchstone because they were worried that people were going to be like, oh my god, this Disney movie sucks. And that's why they can get away with a lot of things. Exactly. So, so people put things under umbrellas of their big tentpole movie theaters. Subsidiaries? Subsidiaries, yes. Uh, and speaking of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, do you know who's in this movie that's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who is that? That's Eddie Valiant. Who? Shmee! Oh my god, you mean that's the same guy? Yes, exactly the same guy. <laughs> the beard and everything. That makeup, the makeup and everything is just on point because you really cannot recognize him by at the, all. By the way, uh, I was looking up facts for this and... Uh, Bob Hopkins and Dustin Hoffman were reading the script together, uh-huh. and at one point they went and they go, uh, "I don't know, I don't know what they called if they called each other by the first name or the last okay. name." But they were like, "Dustin, yes, Bob, these two guys are gay. We're gay for each other. Aww. It's great." And they're like, "Yay!" <laughs> so that's how they played those characters. Oh, as a couple. That's a couple. Wow. <laughs> Yes. I love that idea. Yeah. Love- oh, did you notice Glenn Close? 
Yes, I did. I like because once I once people, you know, that was going around for whenever the internet got big, you know, yeah. and um, I was like, oh, I gotta rewatch that scene and like look closer. But you get like her eyes; it's her eyes, and so and she really doesn't have like a lot of lines. But hey, she killed that scene. Oh yeah, so, she did. the boo box. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Boo. Scorpions. Uh, um, boo. I you couldn't see, but but uh, the admiral was pretending he was putting scorpions inside a little. A by little the way, box. those are really big scorpions. They me. are. Hello, the fantastic Miss Frida. Uh, she decided to take a seat there. Um. Hi. So so basically, you said TriStar Pictures. Then we open up, and we get the play. So yes. that's the very first scene that we that opens up to is the children in the crowd in the school where Maggie is playing Wendy Moore, Angela Darling, in the Peter Pan play. And you know the song that they sing? We want to be like Peter Pan. John Williams came up with that because the original thought process for this movie was it was going to be a musical. So Steven Spielberg was like, I want you to make original songs. And musicals. And he's like, okay. So he made two, and this is one of them, and they'd scrap the idea halfway through production because they're like, this is too much. I would kill to see that. <laughs> Maybe not kill, but I would love to see that. Let's okay. go with that. Hmm. Um, right. But yeah, I love the very first line is, boy, why are you crying? And it just kind of sets up the whole thing. Like, this is about Peter and growing up and how he did end up growing up. And I didn't notice, obviously, I noticed when I was paying more attention that they kept the little girl, like, they kept Peter Pan in the play as a little girl, as a girl. And originally, what that's what the character exactly, was. Exactly, because he was supposed, because he was supposed to be tiny, like a child, like, looks like a child, yes, but still with the professionalism of an adult, so they chose a woman. So I love that they, I never noticed that when I was younger, so I thought it was just a little boy playing Peter Pan, so I love that they had that homage to that. No, it's really sweet, and man, it's so nineties because you see the bit like they have a lot of video cams. There's um. Oh, also, you want to talk about the biggest douche award? Why are they in? The, he, he's so he's heading he's heading to the kids to his son's baseball game. Okay. And in the hallway, they're just like ringing, and they pull out their phones and call like this is the wild okay. west. That was so funny because I never understood that when I was little. Like they just that? have like gun holsters and like, but it's their phones. And then there's like a weird rain that comes up, and you're like, "What is that?" And later on, you realize like some idiot lady's like, rah, 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 like with her tongue, like she like pretends that the phones are. <laughs> but you know what? It was big in the night, and like you know, cell phones are everywhere now. Yeah, way to date that movie, Steven. Very dated, but in the best way possible. So, uh, and then we go to. The baseball game. He uh, he apparently doesn't he doesn't get there, but his um I guess his his underling, his assistant, I guess you could say, and he was even like, "Hey, can you go ahead and videotape?" And <laughs> I'm I was like, like "No, it's dick. not the same." But yeah, he's a huge fucking dick. So I am Team Mora all the way. Mora is his wife and mother of his two children, Jack and Maggie. Yes, and then they go home to go see his adopted grandmother, Maggie Smith's character wendy <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> do you know the really real wendy do you know that she was really like in her 50s when she played that but they put her in makeup to look like she was in her late 90s oh yeah absolutely that's why i thought maggie smith was just immortal well i mean so, she did play i mean she is immortal she she did play hera in clash of the titans i did so. not know this 
Um, but wait, you missed the best part. So that the fact that Peter Pan, Peter Banning hates, to, hates to fly. Oh, I think his best friend is here. Oh, is, 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 is the mailman dropping stuff off? He's dropping off some more video rentals. I like how the Honorable Tesla is like, not in my territory. <laughs> not at this video store. Anyways, thank you for that, Tesla. Uh, so yeah, the best part is that Peter Banning hates to fly, which is ironic because he is Peter Pan. Yes. And so there's a scene in, uh, on the plane. And with the with the drawings, with the with the what? The drawings, the colorings. Oh, drawings! I thought you said droids, and then I thought you said drugs. The drawings of a key. And so yes, um, and but my favorite part was always the turbulence scene for some reason. Like that was just really. Silly. Do you remember that one time we were flying back from DC, and I'm like intensely watching a good movie, and we're apparently we're going through really bad turbulence, and you just lean over, and you're like. Are you okay with the turbulence? And I just pause the movie and I go, Feather the feather eye, come on, man, it's bobsled time. And you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, I don't know why that always stood out to me too. Um, but the fact that Jack is just like throwing his baseball all over the fucking plane, <laughs> and I would, I would hate to be sitting next to a fucking kid banging his baseball. All over the place. I know it sounds annoying, but just think of that, like, 30,000 feet up in the air. Yeah, and so, and what's sad about uh, this part is where he, uh, Peter Banning, is telling Jack that he needs to stop acting like a child and grow up. And We're Jack not going to talk about the drawings? Wait, and Jack, wait, Jack's response was, I am a child. And it's, tr- and I'm yeah. like, it's fucking, yeah, like, let it be a fucking kid. His reaction goes, I am one. But you know, no, he literally says, I am a child. <laughs> and it's just, you know, sometimes parents just want their kids to grow up too fast, and you just can't do that. But yes, uh, Jack is pissed as fuck which he because his dad missed his baseball game so he did the drawing of an airplane of the airplane airplane on fire mom has it has what a parachute jack has a parachute and maggie is mag yes maggie maggie is parachute well who's that little darling oh that's you dad and that and that's you (laughs) why don't i don't have a parachute oh you should ask jack Uh, well, yeah, so... And then they land. That's a quality drawing. I do like the drawing. And then they land. Uh, Uh, yes, and then they're in... It's Christmas time in, uh, in London. (laughs) Is it officially? Is it officially Christmas? Yes, because they, um, they have a Christmas tree Uh and then Christmas lights at uh, Granny Wendy's house. Okay, see, I just noticed the the snow. Mm -hmm. My brain didn't put two and two together that it was... Yeah, so they were also there for the holiday as well. Um, And so they go up there and... Oh, gosh, the best part. When Toodles opens the door and he goes, It's snowing! And he just slams the door in their face. Quality. Kind of like the face the Fantastic Freedom was making a second ago. Yes, but I love that they brought... Because, you know, obviously they have to have all the illusions from the, uh, you know, the Disney animated movie, also the, um, you know, the book where Toodles is the littlest of the Lost Boys, and they had mentioned in the film, in the Hook film, that he was the first orphan, so, um, in the books and 
the cartoon, uh, Wendy goes to Neverland and is like the Lost Boy's mother. Um, and so I haven't, I haven't, I actually never finished the book, sadly, but, um, you know, the movie, the hook alludes that, uh, Toodles came back with mm-hmm. at some point and because he's a lot older. So he was the first orphan that Wendy adopted. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, and he lost his marbles <laughs> as yeah. they, in the beginning. So, uh, and then, uh, and also if you notice, uh, uh, when we get to Neverland, uh, there's tw- two twins. Uh, did you notice them? No. They're from the original movie, the two twins. The twin oh, boys. Oh, in at the ceremony. Yeah. They're still in Neverland. They're, Wait, that the dinner sequence? Yeah. When they're eating dinner, you see two twin boys eating at, together. That's they're those characters are from the original movie. So they're oh. still in Neverland. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So then you have the scene where they're going, you know, to fan- they say goodnight to the kids and they go to the, the ceremony for um, Maggie Smith. Yeah, because she they're honoring, is. They're honoring her. Because of her. Uh, the, because of the orphanage. They're building an orphanage. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was a hospital. Doesn't it look like a hospital? I think. I'm pretty okay. sure this when is a was, hospital. When I was younger. I thought they brought out a cake, and I'm like, wow, they're really happy that she they brought out this cake, because it kind of looks like a cake. I think, it, I think it's an orphan hospital. Maybe. Well, we have to double check that. Um, so, so then they... Because that's such a minor detail, because of, like, no, everything apparently, else. according to you, you thought it was a cake. That's a big detail. <laughs> so Anyways, they, out... they come back home. Oh, so they're done. They had, like, a big gust of wind, and uh, Granny Wendy is, like, having, She like, feels the force. Yeah, she feels the force. She's like... Um, She's like, it's, it's like three voices cried out, <laughs> and we're suddenly silenced by a hook. Yeah, and I forgot to mention before that, Two like, kids. They, um, you know, Moira and Peter had a huge fight about him just, like, not caring okay. about his children. He has a portable phone? Like, he could go. And, she, could... and Moira even says, Peter, go the fuck outside. <laughs> you, that's a portable phone. That's yeah. a portable phone. So, but yeah, but he, yeah, so they don't want to be disturbed, but like that, you know. Anyway. So who comes in, takes him away, uh, and then he goes and I guess Peter. They call the cops. And do you know who's one of the uh, the cops under uh, under makeup or you say undercover? <laughs> you've told me before, but I forgot. It's Phil Collins. Yes, that's it. I've never told you this before. I I read that somewhere oh, okay. and I just forgot who it was. Uh, but yeah, um, that's Phil Collins. And then they're like, "Hey, look, uh, this is gonna happen," you know. We'll keep the kids, we'll, you know, his Hook character shirt. A note is left, and it's HMS Hook. It's uh, J-A-S Hook. J-A-S Hook. What's, H- what's HM- HMS? HMS? That's yeah. the proper nautical term for a captain. Oh. And a boat. So that's why I, my brain stuck it as okay. HMS. Okay. No, J-A-S. Um, um, which uh, I actually don't know what it stands for. I meant to look it up, and I forgot. Sorry. And so then... And so then... Uh, he meets Tink. Yes. He gets by- very drunk. And uh, then meets Tink. By so, Julia Rob, played by Julia Roberts, and apparently she was a pain to work with on this movie. So, which is so sad, because I feel like most of it, most of her things are just green screen, you know? Um, and I think that was most of it, that she was only used at certain points. Um, and I like the scene where he opens the dollhouse, and she's in there with regular furniture. That is so, oh my god, I just want to talk about all the sets that they did all, you mean all the all the actual built sets? It looks, all the built sets. It it's, look, it's incredible. But I can't. 
whenever, whenever because half of it is like freshly built sets, that's... and then the other is green screen. <laughs> but that's fine. Look, the spectacle of him flying and him doing all things, and you seeing, you uh -huh. seeing, you seeing far, far, or never, 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 never land. <laughs> it's fine. That's great. That's beautiful. But when you actually get on the places and they start doing scenes in the sets to me the sets don't look as beautiful as it should what i think they looked stunning no I no like i don't like it looks like it looks like a stage a sound stage it doesn't look like you're in right. never neverland but have you ever been to neverland yeah shut up <laughs> and i think they did a beautiful job with it um and making it into their imagination like going into their imagination and bringing it to life and that's uh, why steven super actually uh wanted this he he loved peter pan and he tried to get this made in like the early the mid 80s they probably couldn't find the right peter pan uh actually wanted michael jackson to be peter pan but then when awkward when they came up with the idea because originally <coughs> it was just going to be a straight like original adaptation but, oh okay i'm but, glad they didn't do that but uh steven Spielberg left Left the project and Nick Castle, the original shape, aka uh, Michael Myers from the original Halloween, he was on to direct and he started writing the current script that we have now for Hook. For Hook. Oh. And Michael Jackson's like, I don't want to be in this anymore if he's going to age. Yeah. I don't want to be this. So then they got Robin Williams, and <coughs> apparently none of the cast liked Nick Castle as the director, so they got Steven Spielberg back. And apparently, Steven, this is Steven Spielberg's most hated movie that he's worked on. Which is so sad, because it is clearly my favorite Steven Spielberg film. It's I know not it's my not favorite. Yours. Close Encounters. Because it's kind of his third kind. It's middle, I'm not saying, I'm not, when I say middle tier, I'm not saying because it's bad, but I would put it in like the top ten. Stop top ten Steven Spielberg films. I can't do that off the top of my head right now. Oh, okay. No, I meant like that. That's what you're. That's your it, list. It's ten or eleven. It's one around there. <coughs> so is it eleven or is it's it ten? It, it I'm sorry. Depending on the day. Um, and so then we get. Uh, we get. Oh, and then Wait, we, yeah. we we get to go to we get to go to Neverland before we go to Neverland. Before we go to Neverland, I want to talk about one thing, and I you want to talk about one thing too. So right, I like to talk about. The um, the sound the soundtrack the score. Um, John Williams himself. Yes, John Williams himself. Uh, I feel like, but my show would be really proud that I mentioned this is. Um, well, the holocron earlier. The holocron earlier, yeah. When um, when <laughs> Tink knocks Peter out and carries him over to off to Neverland. Um, that couple that's floating that goes up is Carrie Fisher and George Lucas Fun. kissing. Fun facts. I didn't know that. And also, Carrie Fisher helped uh, write the script for this movie. What? Yeah, she used to write scripts all the time. I love this even more now. Go ahead. Stop. So, during that scene that uh, the Admiral just described, the, oh. the music that's played is... Oh, sorry. Ear flaps. Drink some water. The, and that scene, this, for the score, you can hear a hint... Of the Harry Potter theme song. Oh, I, saw, I heard all his themes. Of course. And like, I heard Jurassic Park. I heard, uh, I heard Star Wars. I heard, because he, 
Because he can right. borrow his own shit. Of course, yeah. So as the maestro like, says, he likes to sample his own music. I was like, what is going on? But you know what? It, I kind of, I need to hear, like, all. I want to hear all of them. I'm sure it's out there somewhere on YouTube, some nerd put them all together. Nerd! Uh, nerd alert! Um, um, but I, I'm going to hear it because I'm a nerd. Um, so yeah, it was just so beautiful. I'm like, oh, there, there's Harry Potter. There's the Harry Potter I score. I have to go ahead and back and listen to it because I don't really, I don't really remember a definitive theme. It's like, it, it's like in the beginning, like the dun, 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 like you can okay. definitely uh, tell. And also, <laughs> um, uh, so then we go to Never Neverland, uh, and then, uh, Tink drops him off at the dock for some reason. I think he fell. Okay, <laughs> I sure. want to give her the benefit of the so, doubt. So you got and to... that he fell onto the dock and the pirate. And the pirate. so he put on a pirate, and I like how she's like telling him. He to put stop. on a pirate. He put on a pirate outfit. <laughs> she's telling him to slouch, so he does his slouch thing. You know, and drool glare, and he has a he has a. Uh, how are you? Hi. <laughs> how are you? All right. <laughs> like talk like a pirate, but he has like an eye patch. She's like over glare. his glasses. Over his glasses, she's like glare with your good eye, and what and then it? he like, gets a, like, taken like, aboard. Like, like put the corner of your mouth down and drool, yeah. and it's like. Ugh. And then he gets taken to. Uh, oh God, it's not the Hispaniola. I'm thinking of Treasure Island because I'm in the middle of reading that right now. What is Hook Ship's name? The Long John Silver. The Long no. the Jolly Roger. No, it's not. Oh, it might be the Jolly Roger, actually. Okay, so they take him to Hook's ship, and we find out that Hook is not dead. Yeah. Hook is alive. And they bring him on board, and there's like, We're gonna do the war to end all wars because we have Peter Pan's kids. Uh, and then, basically... Uh, we get the scene that we talk about. Those early. are my kids! We get No, we get Glenn Close. Oh, we do get Glenn Close. I, I got uh, too far. And then, after that, we get the kids. Uh, which, look, I understand that that's his children and all that, but maybe he could he could be like, I can't do it. Tink should stop him. Like... No, he had to try. So I approve. And he tried... And that, that, and that one also led to, like, Jack believing that his dad wasn't trying hard enough. To save him. And, then, and that's what made and him And then Hook, Hook being a fucking dick, trying to be like, I'm your adopted father! Come with me, boy! It's but the, but it's kind of funny, because then it, Hook has a purpose now. Like, yeah. because there's the whole the whole scene between Shmi and Captain Hook about Hook who just wants to, like, kill himself. And he's like, he's like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Don't try to stop me, Sri. Don't try to stop me. Sri, try to stop me. It's just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do?! <laughs> It's so great. It's just Dustin Hoffman just being amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm literally surprised, because he's a method actor, I'm literally surprised he didn't chop off his own hand and put a hook on it. Um, no, but he is a method. He is oh, a, it is the Jolly Roger. It is the Jolly right. um, um, And so then, he, you know, he gets, so it gives him three days to, becomes, to become Peter Pan. Yeah. I love that little banter between, and that, because obviously, you know, green screen, with Julie Roberts and Dustin Hoffman. But, like, when you're little, you don't notice any of that. And she's, like, four days. And he's, like, two. And she's, like, three. Bare minimum for a decent pan. So, and he's, like, done. So. I, I, so, the standout performances for me in this movie is, of course, Dustin Hoffman and uh, Robin Williams. I do like Shmi a lot, too. But other than that, I'm not oh, saying that the performances were bad. I'm just saying that 
It was more of a hyper fantasy that I was more involved in. Those three actors, I'm just like, <coughs> all right, cool. I'm in for you guys. Like, I was taken out of the fantasy when yeah. they were on screen. But, you know, it wasn't... It was. I don't think it was supposed to be taken serious, like itself, too seriously. You I know? don't think it did. That, and I think that's why critics were split on it when it came out, because yeah. they didn't realize how big it was going to be when it came out. Yeah, and um, I, I, I also on Shmi, like the one of the, like iconic. His very first line is, "Or no, is like good morning Neverland," and it's just like that always like rings in my brain like when I'm little and I, I just go back to being a child again. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was probably a reference to "Good Morning Vietnam" with Robin Williams. Oh, I like that. Probably that's very that's how cute. that's how I took it as when I watched it. Uh, so then we go see the Lost Boys, and who's the leader of the Lost Boys? Wait, before we get to him, the most beautiful like new character that they invented. We gotta talk about the mermaids. Oh, the ones that he like makes out with because they're giving him oxygen. Yeah, he does not. He did, water. he did not look like he was getting oxygen. He's like, okay, you, you gonna get kiss the little me? bubbles. He's like, you oh, you gonna kiss bubbles. me? That makeup oh, was like you me? can obviously tell that was all filmed in a pool. But you know what? I loved their makeup. His reaction was like, oh, I'm kissing my pretty girl. Oh, another pretty girl. Oh, another pretty girl. I don't have a wife. Oh, pretty girl. That's how I thought of it as. No, they were giving him oxygen to breathe. And it was an illusion from the old films that, like, you know, to still bring out. Awesome. They can't bring back. I thought, I, I remember as I was growing up and I finally watched the animation one, I was like, where the fuck is Tiger Lily? But they probably didn't want to offend anyone, so that's fine. Um. So then <laughs> the Lost Boys. Lost Boys, we meet. Rufio. 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 Yes. So, uh, so wonderful. And then we get this scene where he's basically on a skateboard uh, with a sail? Yeah. Let's do Yeah, say that. And But you know it's so funny? the When Robin Williams is like, oh, that is so dangerous. And all the kids are like, wow. And I'm like, man, as I get older, the more I worry about children getting hurt or just, like, people getting hurt. I'm like, that is so dangerous. So, like, I am slowly seeing myself in some parts as, you know, and I think that's the whole point of this film is that, you know, even though you grow up, you can obviously still be a child, but... As you grow up, you still are very concerned for people's well-being. And you, once you're a child, you just have, um, you just have no inhibitions, and you just go, you do whatever because you feel like you're um, invincible. So, so, with the cast of Lost that, Lost Boys that we have is No Nap, Latch Boy, Too Small, Don't Ask, Thud Butt, Rufio, Ace, and Pockets. <laughs> oh, don't ask. And so then, uh, so then, uh, they, they try to get, they, they're like, you're not the real Peter, blah, blah, blah. So they do this whole thing and then they give him trials to become Peter Pan. He does the, they do the, he trains, he, tra yeah. he trains, like he actually trains for one of the days. And then and they do the food sequence, which is one of my favorites. The absolute best sequence. Yeah. So they, because uh, the food is supposed to be led to be imaginary. Yeah. But apparently when... Uh, Peter Pan picks something up and chucks it. Is it at Rufio? He, so what he does, he like scoops something. He scoops like some, an empty bowl. Right. He's like, uh, he just 
decides to, he doesn't think he's actually throwing anything at Rufio, but he's like, oh, if there was something in here, I could flick it at him. Yeah. And so it actually happens, and it hits him in the face as, like, pudding or something. And then we see the reveal, the screen turn, that it is actually all food. It's all food. It's all sugary it's, food as fuck. And there is some delicious-looking turkey legs yeah. there, though. Like, there's <laughs> meat and stuff. And, and then that's where we see the twins from the, the characters from the original yes. movie. They, that's the only scene they show up in is that. The twins? The two twins. The yeah. twins in the, like, Boy Scout outfits? Yeah. No, they're in a few other scenes. Oh, okay. Well, they don't have any talking scenes, though. No, they don't talk in any okay. of them. So, but yeah. Uh, and so then we, we we get that. What? Um. So they... <clears throat> so in the middle of, like, all that, that's a great... That's one of my favorite montages in any film, too, where, like, his workout scenes and everything and how he, they're trying to make him fly. They, like, even put him in a slingshot. And <laughs> they, like... They paint over his nipple, they paint like a little smiley face, like the eyes on the nipples, and he's like, you know, it would make me really happy if I wasn't in this slingshot, we would be very happy. Um, you think of a happy thought? <gasps> and, but, and so they also cut to, and you also see more of like Captain Hook's point of view. Of oh, that. where he's like, he's like, come on, boy. And that was, boy. yeah, and that was like his suicide talk scene and stuff, and they allude to um, a quote that Peter Pan in the book actually uses where, you know, Captain Hook is just tired of all this. He's like, he's not going to get his war. And he's and he says like the infamous quote, like the famous quote, like death. What does he say? He says, uh, "Death is the only great adventure I have left." That's like, damn, Hook. Uh, yeah, no, that's deep as fuck. <laughs> and so then after that, uh, we get to the point where, you know, we get to we get they get they try and go and steal Jack. From no, they they're trying to steal the hook. Oh, they're trying to steal hook. Hooks, hook. Hook, hooks, hook. And then they realize that they see a ball game. Yeah. Uh, and I like that they're playing old school, like nineteen twenties uniform esque. Yeah. Uh, and we get to see, uh, you know, uh, different things. And I love that they mess it up. They go run home, Jack. Yeah, run home. which is what Maggie says to him. She says, "And then he... Neverland makes you forget. Make sure." A uh, run home, Jack, run home. Yeah, and so then they change it. And I love that. He's like, Smee! They rest it up! Fix it! Fix it! Ah, there you go! There you go! <laughs> home run, Jack! Home run, Jack! And so then uh, he knocks and it out the park. Yes, he does. And Peter is there to witness it, yep. which is awesome. And Hook goes, My Jack! And yeah. Peter is just so fucking distraught. He's like, No, my Jack. And he could have took the hook at that he point. He could have took the hook! At that point, he could have grabbed it. Look, but that's when he realized how much of a fuck up he was. Well, see, the thing is that all he had to do was, oh, there's a baseball game. I'm gonna grab this hook real quick. I'm gonna no. grab it, and now I'm gonna go check out this baseball. He game. was too distracted for his, uh, for his son. Yeah, no, that's and that's fine. Um, and so then, uh, they go, and then basically they have a, they kind of attack Hook. Yeah. With Thudbutt, with his barrel, his kind of barrel roll. Oh, this is, yeah, this is later on, this later. But we use the part of all, like, his realization of why he wanted to grow up, you know? Like, that is, that's the huge, that is the, um, the pivotal point of... The catharsis, the, the, the catharsis that we've been on? <laughs> sure, yes. That's the whole basis of why he had to come back to Neverland was to find himself again. The part where he finds Tink in the dress in the treehouse. He finds, he gets knocked out. He meets, he sees himself in the waters, uh, the pond of 
Neverland. And he, he also sees, sees himself, and he finds his shadow. And he has a flashback to young Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yes. Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow is... Uh, young Wendy. Yeah, well, young Wendy. That's it. Thank you. And then uh, he goes back, and he sees that he goes back, and then uh, Matt... So, Wendy's old at this point. Quote, unquote, old. Not old, but yes. she's Maggie Smith. And then she notices that Maggie Smith has a daughter a who grand, is Mora. Granddaughter. A granddaughter who is Mora. And so then... He's, he, like, love at first sight, which is a little creepy oh, that he kisses her while she's sleeping, but we're not going to talk about that. And then that. he's adopted, and then he and then he marries his adopted sister. Well, they also explain that, that Granny Wendy helped him, helped, he that he got adopted to American parents. That's why he has an American accent. Okay. So they're te- they're not adoptive siblings. He just helped. He found. She found okay. him. Okay. All right. Cool. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but this is the things you don't catch, like when you watch it the first time, or when you watch it when you're younger, you don't catch the details. Like a lot of the hook scenes, I like kind of glanced over it because they were so boring. Dustin Hoffman but, himself. But later on, they're fucking hilarious and like they're entertaining. Um. Like what's the the scene when uh they're where Shmi and Captain Hook are talking and Shmi's like, I've just had an apostrophe and Hook's like, You idiot, you mean a, a, an epiphany an epiphany. <laughs> and you're like, That's funny now. Like that's like like the subtle things are hilarious. And so then when they come to the realization, then they go and bite Hook. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what happens when they go fight Hook? Uh well he found his happy thought. I'm sorry. The happy thought was that he wanted to be a dad. And yeah. so Jack was his happy thought. I'm sorry. Uh, I was reading something. Okay. I'm reading my notes. Um, but yeah, so that was the whole realization of how, like, sometimes when we are adults, we forget to be children. Like, we forget that we still have a child inside, like, inside of us, like a child's soul. And we sometimes we grow up too fast and we forget like what makes us happy we forget we forget our happy thought do you think that at swapper jacks they take us off to to neverland to train us and then when we come back we still work (laughs) at swapper jacks like that Uh, like that that's where that's is swapper jacks the jolly roger i'm confused yeah yeah but the hook is it bad Hook, Hook isn't bad. Hook isn't bad. He's just misunderstood. Oh, he's a very misunderstood person, even so, though he kind of kills people. And like Maggie says, he's a, he's just a man without a mommy. Yeah. He's just <laughs> a man I love without that. a mommy. I love that that's her one thing. It's just like, he doesn't yeah. have a mommy. Yeah, she's like, you need a mother very, very bad. Like, Maggie knows that he has mom issues, and I'm like, I'm here for it. Moira and, and Maggie are the shit. Like, they're like... Oh, the only two women besides Maggie Smith and, and Liza, which is... I still don't really understand her character. Oh, she's the housekeeper of Wendy's house. Gotcha. That makes sense. So, like, they're all on point. They're, like, very strong women in this. So I love that. Like, they like to tell the men to, like, how it is. Like, so. uh, And I don't think this movie passed the Bechtel test either. No, I don't think it did. But, uh, but no. But, yeah. Oh, I mean, and Tank! Fuck! I forgot about Tank. Oh, yeah. Tank. Wow. Wow, you went Oops. there. Sorry, Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah, because she listened says after I said that she had she had a horrible response on this movie. <laughs> sure, she left at that point. Oh, man. Um, but now, yes, now they, you know, he finds his happy thought. He can fly again. He has to, you know, 
You have to learn how to fight, how to fly, and how to crawl. It goes, yeah. So cute. It's so, oh, that like me, when they crow together, him and Rufio just gives me chills. Did you notice that Rob Williams shaved his arms for this? And his chest? Oh, uh, wait. he's super hairy. Do you see his chest? In, you don't really, you don't when see. He see. When he goes, I would want to be in a slingshot, that's my happy thought. Oh, shit, I didn't even, yeah. I didn't. Because he's, his forearms. He's so fucking hairy, yeah. So they shaved his, all of his that's arms. That's probably why he got hairy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, that must have been fun to like. What did he shave or did he wax it? I, I think they shaved it. That's what I read. <sighs> yeah. So and now, okay. I'm sorry. I just really like that's that's the pivotal part. So that's why I really wanted to uh, talk on that. Um, but now, the next morning, they finally they all the Lost Boys are getting ready. They and they're in this weird like warrior mode, but they're I don't really know what their armor is like. But they just like pop into a wall of it and there that's their armor and, and like, so then we go fart start we fart <laughs> we start fighting on the jolly roger yes um and then i like that you know jack's all dressed up like captain and yeah captain hook's about to like pierce jack's ear and yeah. he's like uh with this nasty hook that is a big that is too big it says pierce anyone's ear yeah. anyway and it could have been clean you don't know that uh, that's true. Uh, he could have sterilized it right before. Yeah. And so then, uh, I love that. I love that everybody tries to go after a hook, and Peter Pan's like, "No, he's mine." Yeah. And then I like that he eggs Rufio on. Like he's like, "Come on, Rufio." Rufio. Like he says, little chant. Yeah. That he's he like, knows. "Come on, you know you want it." And um, one of my favorite lines from Rufio is, uh, "Looky, looky, I got hooky." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then. Sadly, um, Rufio's character does die in this sequence. He does spoilers, yes. Um, so 30-year-old movie, spoilers? Yes. <laughs> and it's just If the- you're going to listen to this before <laughs> you watch the movie, what are you doing? I don't know. There's some people who have never seen Hook. Um, but yeah, that scene is so beautiful and sad when he's dying in Peter Pan's arms. And he's like looking at him and looking at Jack and he says, you know what I wish? And Peter goes, what? And he's, and Rufio says, I wish I had a dad like you. And he's just like bawling, crying. And then Jack's like, oh shit. Yeah, basically. He's like, dad, I'm sorry. Um, uh, but then we get Thudbutt, my favorite sequence, which is really weird that he picks his legs up. And, and becomes then, a ball. Yeah. It just looks so fucking weird. Yeah, it is. I love that. Uh, and then we head back to uh, England. Back in the same window. Well, you're not going to talk about how the the, 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 crocodile. the, fight, the fight to the death between uh, Hook the, and Pan. Yeah, and then the crocodile with the clock. Like, it's so <laughs> de- Okay, so this clock, this... So Hook brags in the beginning about how he stuffed the crocodile and made him into a clock. Like, because he fucking hates clocks, which right. is hilarious. Um, all of a sudden, uh, Hook, Pan makes Hook, sticks, sticks Hook's hook into the crocodile because they're fighting next to it. And all of a sudden he just wakes up and like the clock falls out of his mouth. But you know, the alligator <coughs> was not alive. Then why did he like, no, it, but it, okay. It, so it looks down. 
It's First of all, it's not an alligator. It's a crocodile. It's it looks stuffed, down. though. It falls onto Hook. Yeah. And then it disappears. He eats Hook. No, Hook is inside the gullet of the stuffed uh How is crocodile. he going to get in there? No, that so that's the thing. Is the crocodile alive? That's the thing we should have looked at. It's up left before, open to I your interpretation. It is. Like life. That, maybe what? the crocodile is a metaphor for life. Or death. It's a metaphor for death. I guess the time and everything. Yes. The when your time's up, Hook's time. Oh my god. Wow, I love this. It's getting so I deep. I like that you just came to this apostrophe. Yes. Right I now. just had an apostrophe. Um, and then we head back to England, uh, and we find, I love that Peter finds the phone that was thrown out because the dog. (laughs) He like whistles at it. It's like, also. Nana 4? Yeah, I was like, Nana 4, because Nana was Nana when he was, like, when Wendy was little. Like, unless Nana went to Neverland and came back. Unless they had Nana 4. And so then I like how he finds it, and he's like, yeah, and he chucks the phone like, he goes like, back upstairs and he Yeah, and his, have you ever felt, like, the incredible sensation of flying? Feel this. And he tosses the phone. Now, more is like, who the fuck are you? And then but Granny Wendy is just so happy that, like, Peter found himself again. Yeah. And, um, oh, and then Toodles. I don't know if you're going to Found my marbles. About, are you going to talk anything before Toodles? Marbles. He found his marbles and he flew off back home. That's so beautiful. And then the very, the very last um, quote. Um, with um, Granny Wendy and Peter. Granny Wendy says, so the adventure is over. Oh, and Peter goes, uh, to live will be, a, will be a great adventure. I was like, <laughs> and you just see it ends with like Toodles flying around and around um, the London Tower, Big Ben. That's what, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> I forgot called? his name. I forgot its name for a second. And, it's really silly and beautiful and just, you know, um, touches on so many themes that I, that I really love. And yeah, it was just really wonderful. It's, um, a couple of themes I just wanted to like make sure we touched was like, you know, the subject of father figures where, um, you know, Peter never had one. He never had a father figure and he, as Peter Banning, he was a, terrible one and so um and then you had captain hook who was also terrible but trying his best like when he ended up really liking it Mm -hmm. um and you know rufio had him too like as like that was his other kid as well in the end too and 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 just oh that was so beautiful so i like i liked that and uh just remembering to like be with play with your kids um, I liked, I also like a theme with adoption. I thought that was really nice that they mentioned that, that even though, you know, they're not your actual child that, because, you know, my friend Catherine was adopted. Right. So, and I think that's another reason why she loved this movie so much is because it was about orphans and, you know, going into a loving family and still having your family that's not your blood family as well. Um... <clears throat> this one might be a little stretch, but like trauma <laughs> as well, because like the with, for Hook with yes for Hook he's though so much trauma from Peter, um and so 
almost like ending things. And then also for Neverland, in a sense, you know, Neverland makes you forget. Like, that's what they said. But then also Peter forgot about Neverland as well. Um, and sometimes you suppress those things and you forget where you came from and forget the the just things that have happened to you. And so sometimes you got to go back to your past to remember the side that you know that made you that created you right. so yeah overall full gem for me all right so we have a rating system here in <laughs> cinema gems full gem an amazing movie half gem an all right movie no gem a terrible movie you give it a full gem i do i thought you were asking fantastic frida which no, she, she also does she just kind of keeps licking my thumb she likes pirates and mermaids so she'll give and she has a crush on rufio so I don't know if she does. No, I'm telling you, she has a crush on Rufio, so that's why she gives it She's a kind of give me a look like, nah. Nah, fam. Um, I give this a half gem. Only because the acting is really well done and everything. But there are better Spielberg movies out there than this. And I feel like, to me, I have to go back and listen to hear the definitive theme for the music. Not saying it's horrible. It's almost at a full gym for me. It's almost. Are you giving it a half gem out of all the Steven Spielberg movies? Or a yes. half gem out of all movies ever? Out of a uh, half gem out of the Steven Spielberg movies. Fine. For what about all movies ever? Almost half gem. I'm, oh. I'm sorry. Almost a full gem. <laughs> I might divorce you after almost, this. Almost a full gem. I might divorce you after this. Like it's this. right there. It's on the pinnacle. Frito, we're leaving. <laughs> the fantastic Miss Frito's like, nope. No, we're not. Um, Alright, guys, so that has been our show. Thank you so much for Marty and the Arrogant Zerber for listening. Um, and as always, guys, Kevin George, thank you for letting us shoot your music, the definitive theme for our show. And of course, Butt Maestro, thank you for hopping in randomly on the Holocron and scaring the shit out of me. That's really scary. Uh, I hope you never use that again. Please do not. <laughs> Um, and then also, guys, the other thing we got to talk about is thank you, Patron, for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. I hope to uh, I hope to come back again soon. Uh, no problem. But guys, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter or the show's Twitter is Cinema Gems underscore Pod, and the Instagram is Cinema Gems Pod. Uh, mine is uh, my Instagram and my Twitter are Holland Sci-Fi. Um, and also, uh, cinemagems15 at gmail if you want to get in touch with the show and let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't like, how Hook is the greatest movie of all time, and I'm wrong for once <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and also, guys, just think about what, what are your thoughts on this movie? What's a movie that you want us to review? And also, what's a movie that you would like us to honor one of your friends that, if they passed recently, a movie that you would like us to review or anything? Let us know. We want to hear the reason why you listen to us. We want to know what you what you think. Uh, so, guys, that's all I have to say before you head out. But I also want to say black lives always matter. And also, guys, wipe your hooves and see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>